practice. Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents high school basketball. Uh, we also have uh, uh, a couple sponsored teams as uh, uh, Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa sponsors the Pekin Panthers who are going up in the backyard brawl against the Sigourney Savages who are sponsored by Brothers Market. we got Coach Swanson from the Pekin Panthers uh, to hype this game up. Welcome to the program, Coach. You bet, Dave. Glad to be here. Well, you're you're uh, you're coming off of the break. Uh, 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 did you have any scrimmages or anything to get ready? Yeah, we uh, uh, the 29th right before New Year's, we scrimmaged Davis County at Pekin. Uh, had a nice contest. Both teams a uh, little disappointed in their win loss records you know, previous uh, to Christmas. So got after it, had a good scrimmage, and I was really happy with the way we competed. Well, you've got a little bit more than half the season left. you got a big game on uh, Friday, home game with Waco, but we're not going to talk about that game. We are talking about what's been billed as the backyard brawl. It's a matchup that has fascinated me as a person that lives in Richland and, uh, you know, uh, very drivable to Pekin School or, or Sigourney. Uh, this game is in Sigourney. Uh just tell me about the backyard brawl as it's as what they, they dubbed this Pekin Sigourney game. Uh, uh, from what I understand, you guys have had the better of this series, but uh, last year Sigourney came down there to Pekin and took one away from you. Uh, and uh, uh, this year the, the matchup is Saturday. Uh, tell us what time the game is. Uh, girls, varsity, and JV boys start at 1 p.m. followed by the uh, varsity boys game roughly – 2.30. Okay. So it's a Saturday afternoon game. It's round guy game of the week. We've had this circled for quite a long time. Uh, tell tell us a little bit about some of these previous matchups and how they came and how big the crowd was and, and how this kind of developed into this series that it really, this rivalry that it really is. Yeah, you know, I, I think the development part would, would be long before I was around and that would be more towards the football side of things. Um, you know, you're, you're going back to probably the 1970s where the, the football rivalry really, really got uh, got pretty wild. And both teams were very competitive and, and every year in the playoffs. And I think you got to go back there um, to see where the rivalry started. Wrestling was also really good. You know, the basketball side of things, uh, when I was in high school, we didn't even play them. I went to Pekin, and then after I graduated, we got them on the calendar, on the schedule, and uh, Sigurd had some really good teams there with uh, Dave Trimmel in his last few years, and then um, when Mitch took over, and I, I wasn't around, I can't say you know, how those games went, I just know that they were, both teams were good, and uh, very competitive games every year. Uh, lately, you know, we've kind of had their number uh, last several years uh, until last year, they came down to Pekin on a Saturday and uh, took one from us there at home. Uh, it was still a, it was a good game, very competitive. I think it was three or four points at the end. Uh, Sigourney had a, a nice group of upperclassmen and uh, really did a n- nice job uh, just competing last year. And uh, and we uh, we weren't up to the task and had a cold night shooting and uh, they got that win from us. Well, uh, tell me, tell me about uh, a game or two of this series uh, when you were coaching, where 
you performed well, you got to win. Uh, maybe somebody had a big performance that was kind of memorable for you. Yeah, two years ago, uh, 2020, uh, we went up to Sigourney. I, I believe we were ranked at the time. And uh, you, you just never know with, with them playing in a different conference. And they had some good teams in their, in their conference. And we were, we were really doing well at the time. We hadn't played a, a lot of stiff competition. So I went up there on a Saturday and a uh, uh, fun environment. The gym was, was really full. Uh, Sigourney fans really came out and supported their girls team and stayed for the boys game. And, uh, we, uh, uh, we walked out with a really nice win for us. Um, I can't remember the final score, but, uh, uh, Brady Milliken had a great game. Our, he was, ended up being all state point guard for us, uh, like 11 points, 10 assists, um, six or seven rebounds. Uh, Braden Sabosky, Kale Lyle each had 19 and 20 points, respectively. So, uh, that was, that's probably the one that I remember the best just for us going in and, and, uh, really for 32 minutes competing at a high level and putting out a great performance and then having, uh, having a big crowd there. Well, what is the gym and the environment like in Sigourney? It can't be pleasant for a visiting team to go up there and play. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, they, they always bring out a big crowd. I, I think it's a, a school that supported their, their girls and boys basketball very well over the years. And so that, that tends to bring a little bigger crowd than if a school's just got a good boys or good girls team or. Uh, when when you got both and you got a good fan support, you get a big crowd pretty consistently. Uh, being that it's a Saturday, you know people don't have a lot going on, don't have to get off work early or anything. So we should have a good crowd in that respect. Uh, the, you know, just with the gym situation, it's it's a it's a nice gym, very nice sized. Um, also has a stage on one end, and that's always a interesting uh, as a visiting team playing on the stage end, which would be, I believe, in the first half for us on how your kids shoot because it's different than shooting into a wall. So just something small. Uh, we, we run into it a lot of a lot of road games. But uh, every, every gym presents a few different challenges. So that's uh, something small there. Well, I know this is a, a skip of the game, you know, and I know your total focus is on the Waco game for Friday. But uh, in general uh, – what kind of matchup is this? Uh, your style against Pekins or against uh, uh, the Savages' style? Uh, what, what kind of game do you think we're going to look at in here? We have a we'll have a bit of a height advantage um, in the game going into it. Uh, they got I, I've watched them play in person. They're, they're very physical. They, they play really hard. The kids really get after it. So you know. When, when you uh, look at a scouting report or, or go watch a team, you, you, you take notes of that right away that your kid's got to be ready to play at the tip. So even when you're, if you're going in, maybe favored, but you're just not ready to play, they come out, punch you in the mouth, and, and get some easy buckets. And your kids are kind of stunned, and you got to take a quick timeout to try to get their attention. Um, that's that's never a good way to start a game. So. Yeah, right, right, you know, right off, my number one thing with, with Sigourney is uh, how physical and how hard they play. Uh, as far as personnel, um, the, the Bruns, 
Travis Kidd is a, is a nice point guard, good playmaker, can shoot, can drive the basket, a uh, good defender. So he'll be uh, he'll be high priority on our high priority on our scatter report as well. Yeah, I've seen him when he's going off, and he really can score a lot of points and create a lot of havoc. He, he's a he's one of the best players I think uh, 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 in this area. He's certainly their best player. Are you still there, Coach? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Outside of him, uh, you know, Carson Weber uh, started last year for him. I, I remember him from the when we played him at Pekin last year. Hit a hit a really key three in the third quarter when we had some momentum going and, and uh, lead, and um, really kind of broke our backs. So he's he's not afraid to step up and, uh, and shoot it with a hand in his face. Uh, he would be the other uh, top scorer, I believe. And then uh, outside of him, they just just have a lot of guys. Kind uh, of, it's I would, I would say more on that role role player status. But they're going to come in and bring it, uh, dive on the floor, get loose balls, play defense, and and just uh, you know, give give a hundred percent all the time. Yeah, they got a great person. Cole Clearhand. Uh, sometimes he's shooting hot, sometimes he's not, but he's always a big uh, physical presence there and. Uh, his defense seems to be stellar all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I just had the, the one film I've watched on him thus far, um, and then I saw him live. And uh, now he's he's a competitor. I'll well, uh, you you uh, um, have three pretty great players, uh, and uh, uh, everyone I talk to talks about the the long kid. And there's a couple others that seem to to, to be playing some roles. Let's talk about some of your players. And uh, what they're going to have to do for you guys to be successful in this backyard brawl? Yeah, uh, you know, Luke's having a nice senior year. Uh, he's pretty good at uh, playing inside out. Um, you know, not shooting the ball the best from three at this point in the season, but has the ability to attack the basket and then play play in the post with his back to the basket. And uh, we're going to try to get him more opportunities to do so. It just comes down to you know, playing slow, playing playing at your pace down there, and uh, going up when you're ready and not rushing your shots. So uh, looking for him to he'll be able to work in the paint, get, get some nice finishes, get to the free throw line, and that's where he excels around the basket. Uh, other guys, uh, Jane Wolver, you know, same, same kind of MO there. Uh, I need to get him the ball around the basket, let him go to work, and then uh, I'll see if he can get on the glass. That's where he's going to excel. And, uh, you know, Ben Herrett thus far this year, I, th I think is over 20 made threes on the season, shooting the ball really well from the three-point line. He's had a couple games with four or five made threes, and in those games he shot over 50%. So look, look to get him some, uh, some opportunities from three, whether it be off a of, a set play or an offensive rebound on a kick out. So, um, you know, those are kind of our, our trio of scorers right now that we're leaning on throughout the game to get us buckets, and it uh, won't be any different up at Sydney on Saturday. Well, it's the Backyard Brawl, Saturday afternoon in Sydney, Iowa. All the action starts at 1. Uh, we've got uh, uh, two local teams that just have a, a – rivalry that is intense and it ripples out through the the whole community uh 
Well, Coach, is there anything you want to talk about that we didn't get to talk about? No, I think I'm good, Dave. Uh, just want to say we're, we're looking forward to the opportunity on Saturday to head up to Sigourney and uh, see if we can get a W. Well, I think there might be – this might be, game might be shown on Thunder Country. Uh, I think there are some other medias there, and we're going to be there. Uh, and uh, I, I, I did talk to Brothers Market of Sigourney, Iowa, and he is putting three pounds of bacon – on the line to the winning coach of this game. So, as if you needed more to get all excited about. Uh, yeah. Now, that's, uh, that's a lot of bacon. So that's a lot yeah. of bacon. Uh, you could talk. Kyoto won uh, three pounds of bacon earlier from the uh, uh, Swift prepared meats over there. Uh, and uh, they, they shared it with the team. And then uh, Eichel Burger Farms uh, had donated a box of uh, pork patties that uh, – Waco won for beating Winfield at Mount Union, and uh, they all had a team meal. So one of the two of these teams, whoever wins, is going to get fed good. Uh, no, look, looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, bacon sounds great. All right, and that's courtesy of Brothers Market in Sigourney, Iowa. Uh, stick around. We have Coach Islick coming on uh, to give you the Sigourney side of this, this matchup. Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as Brothers Market. Uh, presents the uh, Sigourney Savages as, a, as we are continuing our coverage of what is billed as the Backyard Brawl. We've got Coach Islick of the Sigourney Savages. Welcome to the program, Coach. Thanks for having me. Always appreciate being on. Well, uh, you're, the, you're the host city of this once-a-year event called the Backyard Brawl between uh, your school and the Pekin Panthers. Uh, tell, tell me about this kind of an event. What What is it? Why is this kind of a quintessential, just a, a, a capsule of this is kind of a small town rivalry and a kind of event and culture that just doesn't really happen outside of small towns like this? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, it, it's a really fun rivalry. You know, I mean, it, it, it's it's two schools that are pretty closely located. Um, you know, when I first started coaching, uh, our conference looked a little bit different. And we only had one non-conference game every year, and it was always against Pekin. So it was kind of fun to you know, be the one team uh, from the, another conference that you get to play. And now we get to play a few more uh, non-conference games because our, our conference got kind of realigned a little bit. Um, we did some different things there. But, uh, you know, it's still probably our marquee non-conference game every year. And just I think the biggest thing is just to – two communities that really support their, their schools and their athletic programs. And it seems like, you know, every year it's, you know, the communities come together and, and they, and they come together for a good cause. Last year when we were over there, we, uh, Pekin did a great job. They raised a bunch of money for, for cancer uh, research. And, and then this year we're, we're raising some money for the Harder family and, uh, and coach Harder's uh, uh, battle with ALS. And so, um, you know, it's always something where, you know, two communities come together and there's usually, you know, a good cause put behind it too, which I think adds a little bit extra. Um, it, but it's always, it's always a fun game. It's always, you know, we know Pekin is always good. Um, your coach Swanson does a great job with them and, you know, we know that, that they're going to be uh, a really tough ball club every year. And so we know that it's going to be a really good test for us to kind of see, see where we're at and, uh, uh, and see, uh, you know, they really uh, show us, you know, what we can continue to work on and get better at. So uh, the basketball part's fun, but yeah, just the, the whole atmosphere. Uh, it's always a fun, uh, a fun night, a good crowd, and uh, uh, looking forward to it on Saturday afternoon. Well, it must be super important to both communities to, if you only had one conference game and year after year after year, you always played each other to, uh, 
keep to keep this thing going. Uh, uh, how, how far is it from Pekin Community Schools to uh, Sigourney Community Schools? Yeah, not far. I mean, about maybe 15 minutes, uh, just kind of right down on Highway 149 South, and then uh, a little, little uh, jaunt, looks a little short jaunt back to the to the east, and then, yeah, you're there. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's a short trip, which helps, um, you know, uh, people get there uh, from both communities. Always a good crowd from from both communities that support their teams. And, uh, uh, and that, that, that's definitely one of the reasons why it's such a fun rivalry. And I mean, the football portion of it, I mean that, you know, it was such a great football rivalry for so long and it still is. And we haven't played in the last couple of years in football, but um, you know, it's always been a really fun rivalry there, you know, coach stone uh, um, and coach Howard, you know, they had some real battles. That was before my time here, but you know, I've heard plenty of stories about, about those games and, uh, uh, and, and then the basketball court, you know, it just kind of carries over, you know, these kids, they, they want to beat each other. And, and now they're not getting to play in football. There's even a little bit more uh, motivation to do it uh, in basketball. Cause I think that that's one of the few sports that uh, we still play them in every year. Well, if you needed any more motivation uh, than a backyard brawl, uh, then a round guy game of the week, but we're going to give you a second chance at the bacon <laughs> Brothers Market has put up three pounds of bacon uh, from Brothers Market this time uh, to the winner, to the winning coach of this game. So uh, I don't know how, how much bigger it can be uh, than that. But uh, last year, you got a little revenge. You got a little taste of the winner's circle. Yep. Uh, so uh, I asked Coach Swanson, and Coach Swanson also talked about this being a epic battle that was more of a football uh thing but clear back into the 70s you know yeah, for sure with yep. just i mean that just one legendary battle after each other but i asked him to go over uh, uh pick out a game where he won and talk about it he had a, a game a couple of years ago that he was pretty proud of but uh go over uh with our listeners last year's big win that you went down to Pekin and got yeah that was a great win for us one of our best wins of the year you know uh, coach Coach Sellers and I had been doing this for quite a while now, and that was the one team that we just could not find a way to get over the hump against uh, was Pekin, and we hadn't beat them. I think they beat us maybe nine, eight, nine times in a row. Um, and so finally getting that one over there last year did feel good. I mean, you know, we got we have a ton of respect for what they've done, and they've had some really good teams here lately. And uh, uh, so for us to go and win on the road there, uh, that was that was a really big win. Our kids were excited too. You know, it's a uh, it was one they hadn't beaten obviously since they've been in school. Um, and uh, uh, to get that, and you know, we really played well that night uh, over there. It was a close game, came right down to the end, and uh, made some big plays at the end, and and found a way to win. So yeah, that was a huge win uh, for us last year, and just kind of one that you know you you, you really you. you you hate to keep losing to the same team over and over again, year after year. And that's kind of the case. You know, we've, you know, we've had some, some good teams and, uh, and they've had some good teams and it just seems like uh, we just couldn't ever find a way to beat them until last year. So that was a nice little bit of confidence uh, for the kids, knowing they can do it um, uh, and knowing that they can beat them. But um, you know, Pekin's got a really good team again this year and uh, um, we're having our hands full. Uh, it's nice to have the home court advantage a little bit, uh, but um, it's going to be tough. And uh, uh, we know that. And, uh, um, we're still, I mean, we're obviously looking forward, uh, uh, to the challenge, but, um, but yeah, we were really excited about last year's win and, uh, um, and, and thought we really played a good game and we're going to need to again uh, on Saturday if we want to find a way to win. Well, you're, you're, you're turning it back into a rivalry with the, uh, and, and we kind of needed to get one on your side of the board, uh, yep. to, to keep things going. So 
the players that you got, they were all the players that were here this year were pretty much all there last year. They they got the the taste of the victory. But uh, this Pekin team, while maybe their record isn't the best, but they played all the best teams. Yeah. They played EBF. They played. Uh, they're going to play Waco the uh, Friday, the night before this game. Uh, they played Winfield Mount Union, Hillcrest Academy. I mean. Uh, uh, all the, you know, really high-ranking, high-powerful teams and played pretty well with all of them. Yep. Uh, uh, what are you guys going to have to do to slow down this, uh, uh, especially their big kind of powerful three that they have? Yeah, that, I mean, you know, you nailed it on the head. They, uh, you know, you, and we haven't, you know, we haven't done a whole lot of preparation for them. We're, we have a game on Friday as well against Colfax Mingo, and that's kind of where, you know, our attention is right now. Um, that's a big conference game for us, but um, you know, I have looked at, at their, at their schedule and at their record and um, it's very deceiving. Um, you know, you, you look at, you start looking a little closer and you look at the scores um, and you look at how good some of these teams are that they've played and how competitive they've played with them. Um, and you know, it's a really good team. I mean, they, uh, uh, they've, uh, they've played one of the toughest non-conference schedules you could put together. I mean, that, they, they really went out and challenged themselves. I mean, they got, you know, EBF and, mid prairie and i saw later in the year they got pella christian and so i mean it, it is a it is a brutal non-conference schedule as far as difficulty is concerned and uh and then you talk about that league you know we've seen waco we know how good they are and uh you know hillcrest we scrimmaged them before the season started they they're really good and, and so you know these teams in their league uh and their non-conference you put those together and it's like yeah i mean that, that's a really really good basketball team and and, and you got to throw the record you probably throw the records out anyways uh when these two teams get together but you really got to uh this year just because um of how much they've been challenged uh in their in their schedule so um so yeah we uh we know they're going to be good and, and you know i mean post game friday night after that colfax game we'll start digging into their film a little more and have a little bit better idea of what's going on. And it's, you know, same thing Saturday morning as we get the sky report ready for, you know, the, the Saturday afternoon game. But um, you know, just from what I've seen scores wise uh, it's a really good team and a team that um, you know, is capable of, of beating really anybody on a given night. And they don't uh, tend to give up a lot of points. They don't really give up a lot of points to Winfield Mount Union. They don't give up a lot of points to, uh, uh, Mid Prairie, they don't give up a lot of points to EBF, and these are teams that can rock your socks off, aren't they? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, they, Coach Swanson's teams are always good defensively. Uh, that's kind of one of the things that they that they pride themselves on. They're always a really good team on the defensive end, so that's not a surprise at all. And yeah, just you know, that's the thing when I look at the scores and and, and you look at you know some of these teams they've played and, and what the scores were and how competitive they were. You can tell that that they really defend and. Uh, and they've really they've got enough good ball handling and take care of the ball that they don't give up turnovers and layups and, uh, and keep these games close. And I mean, you know, they they had they had chances uh, in, in all those games to to win. So I mean, you know, no one, you know, you look at their scores and no one's really you know taking it to them yet. Um, and and they've yeah, like you said, they've kept they've kept teams that are used to scoring in the 70s and 80s into the you know 40s and 50s. So uh, so it's gonna be a challenge for us to score the ball. You know, it's one thing we struggled with a little bit this year too. Is 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 being able to score. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll just have to, you know, um, we'll, we'll have to try to, hopefully we'll make some shots. You know, that's always the, the biggest, uh, 
X factor in basketball games. You know, I feel like a lot of times we get a lot of good shots and, and it's just about making them and then, then taking care of the ball. You know, that's been a struggle for us too. Some nights, just too many turnovers and, and you can't afford to do that against a good team like Deacon. And, and so uh, if we don't take care of it and we don't, uh, and we don't shoot it well, it could be a long night for us because they, they, they're really good on the defensive end. Well, uh, the Bruns kid seems to be your uh, really best athlete. Uh, yep. He seems to be a, a, an absolute natural at basketball. Uh, he, he has such a solid game against Waco that, uh, um, you know, I'm impressed with him. What are you going to have to do to get him the ball and get his shot going? And uh, uh, you're kind of uh, – Seems like to me the victory kind of hinges on him, isn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah, he, he he's a huge part of what we do. I mean, he we ask him to do a lot. I mean, he leads us in all kinds of statistical categories. He he handles the ball for us a bunch, and so yeah, so we uh, we need him to do a bunch, and uh, scoring is one of them. Uh, you know, we've got some other guys who can score a little bit too, but yeah, he's he's the guy that you know if we can really, he's the guy that we and he really played well against them last year, and that was one of his best games of the year as a freshman. But he played really well over there, uh, and so. Uh, he is crucial. You know, unfortunately right now we've got some injury issues. Uh, we've got a couple of our uh, kids that uh, normally uh, would be starting uh, that are not able to play, that are hurt, that are going to be out for, uh, you know, at least a few more games. So um, so we're a little thin uh, and that'll hurt, um, especially, you know, just depth wise, because, you know, especially on a back to back when you play Friday night and then turn around and play Saturday afternoon. Uh, so, you know, that's really my big concern, but there's going to be some, some opportunities for some other kids to step up, some kids that haven't gotten as much varsity time just to, to step in, you know, we just, you know, the injury uh, thing is something that's part of basketball and part of sports. And, uh, you know, it's, it's bit us here right now, unfortunately, a little bit here. We had a couple kid go down Monday at practice and another kid go down Tuesday night in the game at Sully and uh, a couple kids we count on a lot to play a lot of minutes. So, um, so we're, you know, we're kind of still trying to figure it out in practice and piece some different lineups together and kind of figure out, you know, what we can do. And, and yeah, I mean, Isaac, you know, he, he, uh, he never comes off the court anyways, but he definitely won't now uh, as long as he doesn't get in foul trouble. And uh, uh, he's going to be a big part. And, and, you know, I mean, all, really, you know, all of our, you know, uh, kids, um, you know, that, that star that are out there, they, they're going to have to log some heavier minutes. And then we need our, our, our guys, our bench guys to, to kind of be ready and uh, step into some, some different roles. Well, remind our listeners what time the game starts, who all, what all teams are playing as uh, girls, boys, junior yep. varsities. Uh, and uh, uh, then I want you to tell us how we can follow this game. It looks like Thunder Country is going to be there. I mean, you've got the, the plethora of media and the spotlight is certainly shining on the Sigourney Savages gym this week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there'd be all kinds of ways to watch it. Yeah, Thunder Country will have it. Um, the uh, uh, KMZN radio should have it. Um, the girls game starts at one o'clock. Uh, there's also a JV boys game in the small gym at one o'clock as well. Um, so you got, you got kind of a two for one there. You can sneak back and forth and watch a little bit of both. Um, and then uh, um, the varsity boys game will be after the girls game, you know, tentatively two thirty. could be a little before, could be a little after kind of depending on how, how long that game goes. Uh, and then I don't think that there is going to be a JV girls game. Uh, we've had some, unfortunately they've had some injury issues too on the girls side. Um, so they're, they're not able to, to make a JV team work at the moment. Um, but uh, uh, you got, you got three games, you got two at one o'clock, the JV boys and varsity girls, and then varsity boys following the, the, um, the JV, uh, the varsity girls, excuse me, in the big gym um, around two thirty. So, so yeah, yeah, definitely. We want as many people to come out and support, uh, like I said, fun game, uh, good cause uh, for Coach Harder as well. Uh, and then uh, um, 
Uh, and then, uh, yeah, um, if you can't make it, uh, there are uh, the streaming options, always a fun one. And uh, um, then uh, <clears throat> um, they, uh, they do have the game on the radio as well. Well, this is a, uh, this is what Round Guy Radio lives for, these kind of uh, uh, battles that I'm, I'm sure we're going to have a, a classic battle. Uh, you'll be able to, to catch it on uh, uh, Thunder Country or on the radio or on the podcast because this is the must-see for everybody around the area. I want to thank uh, Coach Swanson for being with us from the Pekin Panthers. I want to thank Coach Islick from the Sigourney Savages. Coach, was there anything we didn't get to talk about, or or is you can you find any one even one more reason besides the even the the bacon that could be coming <laughs> your way uh, with the big crowd and support uh, for uh, the game Saturday? No, yeah, I think you covered it. I mean, we appreciate you coming over. We're looking forward to having you. And uh, yeah, it should be uh, should be a fun game. Should be always a always a fun one. And uh, um, we uh, we're definitely looking forward to it. So yeah, anyone who can come out, uh, I know there's a soup supper going on as well for Coach Harder uh, with some baked goods and soups and uh, free will. Uh, or, uh, I don't I don't know if I should say free will, but uh, some type of a, a donation there uh, for that. And uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then settle in and watch a couple of good basketball games. And uh, and then the great part is, you know, we love these afternoon games because, you know, you know, you know, four o'clock, three, three thirty, four o'clock, you know, you still can do something else with your night. You know, you can go watch another game or do something else, go home and uh, and relax. And so. Uh, so, yeah, so get out there uh, during the daylight and come in and watch a little little hoop. So uh, we'll look forward to, to seeing you uh, on Saturday afternoon. Well, uh, I, when I alluded to that was the last question, I may have perhaps lied to you there. Uh, uh, I, I do have one more question that kind of yep. came up. Uh, what, what time can I get in on the soup? Uh, I think that they're starting at, um, I think, I want to say they're starting at maybe like 1130 Ooh. for that. So this, the building will be open maybe a little bit earlier than kind of what it normally would be. Um, I saw some couple of flyers for that when we were over there practicing yesterday. So, yeah, so that um, I think that I think I maybe saw 1130 to like two uh, for that. So, I mean, if you're, even halftime of the girls' game, swing out there uh, and grab something. Uh, but I think they're starting it as early as 11:30. They'll have people there uh, serving the, the the soup, and uh, I know they had all kinds of uh, people signing up to bring different kinds of soups and uh, and whatnot. So oh, so yeah, cool. definitely get out and support that if you can. I wonder what kind of soups there are. Do you have any idea? Uh, I can look real quick. Let me see. I'm gonna pull my email up here real fast. They just sent them out here. Um, Uh, we got, let's see. Yeah, okay, we got uh, chili. We got chicken and noodle. We got um, broccoli cheese, chick uh, cheese uh, tortilla, uh, cheesy potato, vegetable oh. beef. Uh, we got all kinds of options. Taco soup. Uh, so yeah, so there's all kinds of good choices uh, for you. And it's eleven to two for that. So well, eleven o'clock. If there is a soup contest. <laughs> I would volunteer to be one of the judges. Be one of the judges? All right, I I'll, could, I'll, I'll I mention judge that. A, a round guy soup of the week uh, contest along with the game of the week. Uh, but, uh, well, I, I may have gotten a little off track. But uh, uh, thank you. And uh, I'm going to go down and see. I think I got some lobster bisque in the. In the, the oh, all right. I'm going to break that out right now uh, and, and just start prepping. With the backyard <laughs> brawl and uh, my soup eating. I might bring my whole family for that. Uh, All right. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for All being right. with us. Coach. You bet. Yeah. Thank you.
Backyard Bro starts at one o'clock. Sigourney Savages Community Schools Gym. Uh, we're gonna dub it the uh, uh, the Savage Snake Pit there for uh, for purposes of the promotion of this game. Thanks for listening, everybody.